Hey there, my name is Allie Robinson. I am a certified personal trainer and running coach, and I am here to love, support, and guide you through this amazing journey to crushing your goals. We will talk about all things running, racing, strength training, nutrition, and weight loss without forgetting the real talk like mental health and motherhood. It's like a coffee date with your bestie, except I have the credentials, personal experience, and client testimonials to back it all up. So grab your favorite water bottle, put on your headphones, start your workout, and join me for something wonderful. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Something Wonderful podcast. I have a running term for you, and that running term of the day is endurance. Now, you will hear endurance used a lot in the running world, but what the heck does endurance even mean? Well, if you look up the definition of endurance, the definition is powering through a difficult process or situation without giving way. So the wonderful thing about endurance when it comes to runners is that it is a completely relevant to you. So you'll typically hear running being split up into two things, right? Speed and endurance. Speed is going to be referring to how fast you are running. Endurance is typically referring to how far you are running. So going back to the original definition, right? How far are you running with, you know, without giving way, right? How are you persevering through this, you know, long run? But it doesn't matter where you are in your running journey, you can build your endurance, right? So if you are used to doing one minute intervals and suddenly you are doing now two minute intervals, you are building up your endurance. For me, um, you know, pre-baby, I always considered myself an endurance athlete because I really, really like those longer distance races. I like marathons, ultras, trail races, um, long OCR races. Like that was my jam. So I considered myself an endurance athlete. I liked those long, 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 long runs. So what endurance means to you is going to really depend on where you are in your journey. But as long as you are persevering, powering through your runs without stopping, without giving up, you have endurance. You're building your endurance. You're working on your endurance. And, um, you know, you're going to hear endurance a lot in the running world. And just know that it doesn't define a distance or a pace or a type of runner. Anybody has endurance if you have that will to persevere, even when it is difficult or unpleasant or difficult, or I already said that, but hard, um, you know, you got this. Okay, so that is the running term of the day. That is endurance. Moving on to today's topic, you know, I always like kind of sit down at my computer and I'm like, okay, what do I want to talk about today? What do I feel like people need to hear? And last weekend, um, there was a man that ran the Chicago Marathon, and he broke some records, and he made some news, some news articles, and and you know people were posting about him, 
And that is Calvin Kipton. And I might be saying that name wrong. I'm terrible with names. But Calvin Kipton ran the Chicago Marathon in two hours and 35 seconds. That is absolutely amazing. A little bit of quick math for you is that is running a marathon at a four minute and 30 second pace average for 26.2 miles. Okay, so that is incredibly fast. Um, and and Calvin, he's a, he's a young dude. So I really think that we could see him breaking that two hour mark in a legitimized race. So I will be definitely keeping my eye on Kipton and watching out for any future races and marathons that he does because that would be super exciting to see him break that two hour mark. But, you know, he ran 26 miles in a four minute and 36 second pace. And, you know, a little story time for you is that there was a time in history when people didn't even think that running a four minute mile for one mile was even possible. Okay, so you maybe have heard me talk about this before, but I want to tell you the story of the four minute mile. All right, so. Once upon a time, back in the 1950s, it was believed that running a mile in less than four minutes was humanly impossible. In fact, it was believed that if you did run a sub four minute mile, you would like explode because the human body could not handle that level of stress or speed, which, I mean, sounds silly now, but if nobody has ever done it, then how, how do we even know what would happen? And many runners have tried. They've tried to run this magical four minute mile and they've tried and failed. And it was just forever going to be impossible. Until one day, this guy from the United Kingdom, his name was Roger Bannister, he came along and May 6th, 1954, ran one mile in three minutes and 59.4 seconds, crossing that magical barrier to a sub four minute mile and absolutely changing the history of running. Because once Mr. Bannister ran that 3 minute and 59.4 mile, suddenly other runners started popping up, reaching a 3 minute 59 second mile. Once one man did it, then others knew that it was possible. And they said, if that guy can do it, so can I. And they started to be able to run under four miles. So did everybody in 1954 suddenly become faster, stronger, more athletic? Or is there something deeper that allowed people to reach these new PRs? That is the power of the mind. 
if we believe something is impossible, then our minds are going to keep us safe. And we are going to continue to believe that it is impossible until proven otherwise. But once someone showed us that it was possible to run under four minutes, then other people suddenly believed that they could break that barrier too. So what does that mean for you and your goals? It means that if you do not truly believe that you are ever going to run that PR, if you don't truly believe that you are ever going to finish that race, or you are ever going to be at your goal weight or your dream dress size, it is never going to happen. Because the power of your mind is that strong. Okay, because our minds, we love to prove ourselves right. And if we believe that something is, is, if something is impossible, we want to prove ourselves right. We will hold ourselves back just to make our beliefs true. But if we believe if we believe that we can run, if it, they, we believe that it is possible to run under a four-minute mile, we can accumulate this superhuman speed. We can do what people once thought was impossible just from the power of our mind. Because, you know, I think of, I think of a marathon, Right? There has to be some level of belief that you are going to finish a race. Okay, if you're that you're going to finish this marathon because a marathon is quite the investment. Okay? Races are expensive, especially marathons, and the bigger the marathon is, usually the more expensive it is. And so you might be paying a couple hundred dollars to sign up for this race. Then you've got the cost of gas or a plane ticket, maybe a hotel stay. There is a big financial commitment to signing up for a marathon. And most people are not willing to just shovel out a couple hundred dollars for something that they truly don't believe that they're going to be able to finish and complete. So when you pull out your credit card, And you sign up for that race. And when you book that plane ticket and you book that hotel, you are instilling little moments of belief that I can do this. Every time that you go out for a run, those runs are hard. Those 10, 20 mile runs are difficult, but they start to put that little little sparks of beliefs that it's like, hey, if I can run 20 miles, I think I could run 26.2. Most people have never ran 26.2 miles when they show up to the start line. They've never done it. Most people run their first 26 miles on marathon day. But 
along the way there have been moments that are putting little sparks, little little ignitions of I can do this. It is possible. You have invested in yourself. You have affirmed that you believe that you can cross that finish line. And it's scary. And, you know, there there might be race day jitters and fears and worries and what ifs. But what happens on race day when people show up to run their very first marathons is most people, the majority, cross that finish line. More people cross that finish line and run that marathon on race day than people that DNF. Because along the way, throughout the days and weeks and months leading up to the race, they have been training and investing in this moment. Because they believe that it is possible. Okay? But if there is doubt in your mind... If you are worried, like, what? I don't know if I can do that. What if it's too hard? What if I give up? It's going to be a lot harder to pull out that credit card and put in, you know, put down that money and, and throw away a couple hundred dollars for a race that you don't think that you can finish. It's a lot harder to convince your your husband to travel across the world for you to go to a race if you don't believe that you're going to walk away with a medal around your neck. It's harder to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning and, and, and train for hours and hours if you don't believe that you are ever going to cross that finish line. It is so much easier on that 20-mile run to give up at mile 10 because it's just too hard. You have to believe that it is possible. If you're looking to lose weight, I know that you maybe have gained and lost the same 10 pounds. And I know that can be frustrating. But that doesn't have to be your truth. If you believe that you will reach your weight loss goal, if you believe that you will have this healthy, active lifestyle that is going to allow you to be healthier or happier or a specific number on the scale, you are going to be so much more likely to achieve that and and not constantly sabotage your diet or, you know, push the snooze button when you should be getting up to go work out. If you believe that it is going to happen, you are going to positively affect the habits that you are creating and the actions that you are taking. If you do not believe it, it it justifies, if if you don't believe that you're going to lose that 20 pounds, it justifies sleeping in. It justifies eating the slice of cake. It justifies ordering out when you know that you would rather cook at home so you have control over the nutrients that go into what you are cooking. Okay? When you believe that it is possible, you can make those little micro commitments along the way just like the marathon runner right you might not be pulling out your credit card and signing up for a race you might not be you know going out for 10 mile runs but every action that you 
take is a little commitment to your goals. It affirms your beliefs that if you can keep getting up and you can keep working out and moving your body and you can keep nourishing your body with foods that are going to help you reach your goals, then you are making those little micro commitments, those little micro affirmations that this is what you are going to do. The power of the mind is so freaking amazing. And I know, you know, I wasn't always a woo-woo person, okay? And I don't think you can manifest your way into losing weight or manifest your way to reaching new PRs. But there is a huge power in visualization. There is a huge power in journaling and living the moment of achieving your goal. I'm serious. Get out a notebook and write out Every detail of what it's going to feel like to run that dream race. Feeling your muscles ache, your lungs burn, the sweat dripping down your forehead. You know, imagine the way you're going to throw your arms up into the air as you cross the finish line. Feel the weight of the metal hanging around your neck. I mean, I've had moments where I've envisioned my goals or dreams and it's like damn near brought me to tears because I can feel that moment so much in my heart. And like I said, just visualizing it isn't going to make it happen. But the more that I've written exactly what it's going to feel like to cross that finish line, the more that I've envisioned it, the more times that I've lived that moment in my head, I am just confirming to myself that this is going to happen. Every time I imagine that metal around my neck, I push out those moments of fear and doubt and allow me to believe in what is possible. Okay? So, I know that it's a little woo-woo. I know that it's a little unorthodox. It doesn't replace going out and doing those hard runs, but I want you to get out a notebook and I want you to write down what it is going to feel like for you to reach your goal. When you put on those pair of pants and they button or that little black dress makes you look super hot and confident what it feels like to run that race or see your name next to that dream PR. You are worthy of your reaching your goals. You deserve to reach your goals, but you have to truly believe it. And the easiest way to do that is to allow yourself those moments to envision it and write out exactly what it is going to feel like. The power of the mind is so amazing. Okay? So yes, we cannot discount the hard runs. We cannot discount the hard work that's going to need to go into it. But no matter how much training you do, if the mind is not there, you are going to be unsuccessful. Okay? Run your own four-minute mile. Okay? You can reach it. It is possible. There are people that have done it before you. 
There are people that will do it after you. And if you are willing to put in the work that it takes, you deserve to reach your goals. So nice, short and sweet little episode from me today. I hope you guys truly have a wonderful rest of your day and I will talk to you very soon. If you are wanting to strengthen your mindset, I have two different resources for you. I have my Run Your Mind journal on Amazon, which is a mindset journal for runners to help you really get to that place where you can believe in those PRs and those running goals. And then I have my Mindful Weight Loss journal, which is a mindset journal around weight loss and helping you create that healthy active lifestyle that is going to help you get that dream dress size and help you reach that goal number on the scale. So those are my two resources that I have available on Amazon, the Run Your Mind Journal and the Mindful Weight Loss Journal. I will put the links in the description of this video so you guys can go ahead and check those out and start working on your mindset. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Something Wonderful podcast. To show your support for the show, please take a moment to rate and review wherever you are listening to your episodes. You can follow me on Instagram at something underscore wonderful, and you can even join my free Facebook group, Weight Loss for Runners. And remember, my friends, until next time, you are something wonderful.